The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. Well, hello. I'm Christopher Sipsma, the friendly neighborhood keeper for Untitled Dice Games Department of Deliverance Arc. We are currently running a Monster of the Week game, featuring a group of hunters with strange talents who've been recruited by the Department of Deliverance, a secretive government agency, in order to fight monsters. I flip my badge out of the window that I rolled down, I'm like, it's classified. We are a lightly edited actual play podcast that focuses on bringing a very real gaming experience to your ears in weekly episodes. What do you uh, do? Uh, I panic for a moment. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this Department of Deliverance arc features a series of mysteries that do lead to an overarching plot. But each multi-episode mystery should also be able to stand on its own, and we hope has an enjoyable story even without the listener being fully aware of all of the details of the larger world. Untitled Dice Game is a project that emerged from a series of one-shots that I ran for total strangers scattered across the globe at the start of the coronavirus lockdown. I feel uniquely fortunate to have seen those one-off games turn into not only some of the finest tabletop gaming experiences of my life, but also this podcast and some real friendships. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think mm-hmm. I might hate you at the moment, but that's okay. That's all right. Our podcast is rated R for some explicit content, mostly me swearing and the general violence. I'm about well, to censor them with a two-ton vehicle. Uh, The episode that you are about to listen to is the start of the second mystery that we released, The Quiet. Uh, It begins with a cold open, which is the only part of our show that is actually scripted and heavily edited. Sure, do your techno thing. The rest of the humor, horror, and terrible decisions are improvised. I could try Uh, to blow up the gas station. The only thing that you need to know before starting the episode is that our characters are all agents employed by the Department of Deliverance and overseen by a somewhat mysterious agent known as Chip Blakesley. We really hope that you will enjoy our podcast. We hope you subscribe and listen to all of our episodes. And we also, uh, we really do hope that uh, you vote for us in the 2020 Audioverse Awards. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We fade in on merciless sunshine baking down on sand. A tumbleweed bounces across a stretch of blacktop that shimmers in the heat. Down the road at the one-stop gas and grocery, an old man sits in a metal chair behind the gas pumps near a propped open door. He blots at his face with a faded red handkerchief and blinks at the rusty metal fan on the table beside him. As the old man reaches for a perspiring glass of iced tea, he pauses, his brow furrowing. The camera switches to his perspective showing us a whirling dust devil spinning up just beyond the gas pumps. As it approaches, the swirling cloud of dust and sand begins coalescing into a human form, an arm reaching out as it swirls over and around the pumps, the figure breaking up and reforming as it moves. The camera snaps back to the old man, who has staggered to his feet. He screams, but the sound is cut short almost immediately even as the old man's face continues a cartoon exaggeration of screaming, his lips flapping in the total silence of a futile effort. Behind the silent screamer, the wind reaches the bells on the door, which ring only once before continuing their dance in frantic.
silence. The camera snaps back to the figure in the wind, and we fade out as it raises a finger to its lips. So we see Mickey kind of tossing and turning, waking up from his slumber uh, in his upstairs apartment. He's trying to go back to sleep, but the noise, it's unbearable. He walks past his grandma, who is watching cartoons in silence in the living room TV. Uh, the noise grows louder and louder uh, as he grabs his coffee and starts walking down the creaking stairs. He opens the door to the arcade and spits his coffee out. Agnes, what have you done? Agnes just turns his head while wiping down the counter as dozens of children are playing games and running around. The arcade is full of laughter and birthday decorations. His phone buzzes and Mickey sighs in relief and heads towards the door. If they break anything, I'm booting you back to 1.3. So for so for Nina's, we get this shot of the Department of Deliverance bunk or whatever that she's in. Like it's that it's that hallway and, and uh, like we're slowly approaching Nina's slowly approaching Nina's room. And it switches between two audios as it like creeps into her room where one, one is like some really loud, some really loud music, probably grunge era, like some, some like Bush machine head or something. And then it cuts to agent Blakely, you know, telling Nina about what's, what's expected of or whatever it switches again, as we get there switches again to back to back to Blakely. And then, we come around and we see that it's switching because it's switching POVs. Nina has some sound canceling headphones in and is just like nodding along to Blakely while listening to music. And he's there like trying to communicate the importance of the uh, of the mission and, and the parameters and everything. And she's just nodding until he leaves and then unplugs her uh, headphones so that everything comes out of the speakers and it's just like like way way too loud so scully is tending to her succulents in her apartment there's a stereotypical spa music and basically it's like a meditation exercise for her and she goes to snip one of the leaves and that's when she gets the call and she accidentally snips it incorrectly she sighs and then picks up the phone it's like what's it this time august is like sitting in this room that's got like a rock in it i guess that's like on a little pedestal and he's just like sitting there it's like incredibly quiet and he's just like staring at it like he's waiting for something to happen and then in the middle of that uh he uh Here's his, the chime that he can't turn off because this is from the department, from his phone. He's like, and then like puts the rock in like a box or something, and uh, it's like goes re reads the message and all that. Is it a voice recording? I don't know. So you could say that both both August and Nina are rocking out. The uh, yes, and then um, if you uh, didn't wrap uh, regular introductions into that, I probably could have used to remind uh, everyone. I didn't think of it myself until halfway through. I was like, "Oh wait, yeah, yeah, that's great." 
I'm Dora, and I'm at the underscore cool underscore Dora. I'm the cool Dora. True. I'm Rosenbagger, playing Mickey the Flake. You can find me on Twitter at Rosenbagger underscore UDG. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Mike, I'm playing as Nina the Spellslinger. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Icrio, that's capital I for some reason that matters. C H R, I can't spell. <laughs> it's like Icrio and then an H. It's spelled just like it sounds, but with a capital. Yeah. Mm. Look in the comments. Actually, follow follow Rosie and then or Dora and then find me from them. That's how the cool people do it. Well, uh, I'm Jin. I'm playing August Julius Linus the Hex. You can't find me on Twitter or any social media platform. Are you on? Um, are you on TikTok? I, I said or any social media platform. Are you on Tinder? TikTok. <laughs> Swipe, swipe, swipe right, which that's, I don't, I don't, I don't a, know which way it is. A, I don't, isn't I don't. that a social media platform? Or does oh, it no. Either way, I don't have a Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and I'm Chris. I, you can find me on Twitter if you really want to at Finite Jester. Uh, I will be your friendly neighborhood keeper uh, this evening as we play Monster of the Week uh, by Michael Sands. I do like to start out by going over the agendas. As the Keeper, my agenda here is to make the world seem real, to play to see what happens, and to make the Hunters' lives dangerous and scary. Uh, as Hunters, your agenda is to act like you're the hero in this story, because you are, to make your own destiny, to find the damn monsters and stop them, and to play your Hunter like they are a real person. Which is most excellent. Um, so, after we find the hunters uh, gathered out there in the thing, uh, we hear the briefing that Agent Blake Blakesley uh, sends out, in which he says, uh, Hunters, uh, we are needed in the microscopically small town of Alton's Bend, Arizona. Travelers who had hoped to buy gas on their way through Alton yesterday found an empty town and three dead bodies at the gas station. Hmm. Those witnesses reported that the deceased had rags wedged in their throats and some sort of wooden pegs shoved in their ears. The uh, first deputies that were dispatched to the scene radioed back that the town was eerily quiet and that they could see a body at the gas station near the doors. Those deputies headed to investigate and never called to report in again. The mm. Yavapi County Sheriff's Department is awaiting your arrival and has been instructed to stay clear of the scene unless you ask for response. I don't think I need to stress how little we want local law enforcement involved, so please, only as a measure of last resort. We don't need any more dead deputies if we can avoid it. Your plane leaves hey, in 30 minutes. The Department of Deliverance thanks you for your service. The transmission fades out. Uh, does anyone have any start of mystery moves that need to hit the table? Uh, yeah, this would be a good time for me to roll for connect the dots. Here, here. That's a 10 for me, starting off hot again. Uh, last week started off with a 14, got a nice 10, which still is going to give me three hold. Excellent, excellent. Are you the only one that's rolled so far? Because you're the only 10 I see. Hypothetically, <laughs> 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 yes, I am the only one who rolled. <laughs> Okay, anybody else have any open open session moves? 
Yes, sir. All right, sweet. So I think we can just uh, have a moment on the plane ride. Uh, you guys fly economy uh, headed towards, uh, it'd probably be like uh, Sedona would be a nearby town or something like that. Any uh, further questions that you might be able to find out through the internet about the area that you want to know? Um, anything like that? Is there an in and out burger around here? Yes, on the way out of town, there would be an in and out burger. You uh, need you to find in and out. You find you find one uh, clearly mapped near the airport uh, on the way out. The department, of course, has informed you that the standard two black SUVs will be waiting at the airport mm-hmm. for you to to take to report to the Avapi Sheriff's Department. Yeah. Uh, oh, you probably was... waiting to meet you there. Nikki's probably gonna look up. Like the the town info, like a Wikipedia page type thing, and probably go look at what our hotel is, uh, if we're going to be staying overnight. Yeah, okay. we don't stay anywhere with less than four stars on Yelp. Uh, yeah, you're lucky to to get a star and a half. <laughs> it's all weird smelling motels. I was I was going to have a question, but then I was like, wait, this is that's not that wouldn't be about the area. That's more something that can wait for the investigation. Right. Um, the area itself, Alton's been microscopically small. A uh, couple hundred people live there, barely more than a gas station. It's a little bend uh, in a mountainous area near the Black Rocks region of Arizona. Wait, if this is a commercial flight, they should have told us more than 30 minutes in advance. <laughs> Fortunately, your nifty cover as FBI agents will help you uh, expedite the whole boarding process. That does make it simpler. What I think Scully would probably be trained to do is just see if there's anything similar popping up in like local newspapers. Mm. Anything like that? I know this is the wrong character, but investigating the mystery should cover that. It should. Yeah, if you uh, if you want to go ahead and roll one of those. Okay, so I got one of those. Going with the intent of what I stated she was looking for, probably, like, where did it go? But, like, in the past, is there's, like, some sort of trail of similar events happening? And the most honest answer I can give you is that there is no trail of similar events. There's nothing in, you know, there's an unsolved murder or two the next county over. Okay. But anything having to do with uh, the rags and the plugs kind of thing, there is there is nothing out there uh, like that. Let's give us a general idea now of when it might have started. Right, and it's there's it would very much look that this is a new phenomenon. There's nothing else that's been reported. The department didn't say anything about any of that. You know, oh, we've got, uh, it happened over here in this other small town. Nothing like that. The other thing that you would see is that Alton's Bend is, it is right in the middle of nowhere. Okay. You have to kind of go out of your way to get there. This has never been a place that people just happen to be stopping by. So okay. it's possible that it's been happening there for quite some time. Okay. You know, it. looking at the town, it seems like it's small enough that couple hundred people, isolated community. You could probably find some demographic information about it, that it's mostly older folks, retired. Uh, they have a little bit of a reputation for uh, curmudgeon-y kind of behavior. You know, this is one of those little outposts of do whatever the hell you want. 
NIMBYs. NIMBYs. Okay. Okay. Yep, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, airport, landing, baggage terminals, all these fun shots. Uh, the black SUVs, and here would be uh, the deputies. We're going to have a deputy by the name of... Let's find a fun name for a deputy. Ooh, how about Carrie Forbes? Ooh, I like that name. Deputy Carrie Forbes. And this is a, uh, a shorter, pudgy-faced dude. Bristle-cut. Looks a little nervous. Just sort of giving off that energy. But would spot you and say, are you the, are the agents? Vehicles are waiting uh, outside. I'm to escort you to to the department. Um, any questions? Take us uh, take us to where it all happened. Did you? Do, are the bodies? St- do we have access to the victims? We we've steered clear of the town. Uh, your guys, you. They said you guys were going in. We were staying out. That was the whole thing. Uh, but- we sent in. We sent in uh, Noah and Sam, and they didn't. Come back. Well, do we have access to the victims since we're going into the town that you know of? I that I can't. Oh, the it was uh, it was uh, Birdie uh, and Manuel uh, Weiss. Uh, what told us about the uh, the, the bodies there? Uh, and then then we we sent we sent in uh, Noah and um, Noah and Sam in 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 and. They never report it back. Sheriff Yoder's almost uh, at his wit's end. But uh, he called in, and you guys, he's like, you take Route 23 southeast of here, turn off on State Highway 454, and that'll run you right into Alton's Bend. That's all I can tell you. Well, thank you for the information. I'll be sure to look out for your deputies. So you said you last talked to Birdie? And Manuel, can you give us their contact info? Oh yeah, he hands over the numbers. He says these are uh, that's this that's their cell. Uh, Birdie's a little hard of hearing, so you might want to try Manuel. Thank you. You guys ready to load up? Good to Last go. Last shot for Wetzel's pretzels. <laughs> uh, don't forget your in and out burger. We totally have that conversation on the way. Those those like which burger place is the best conversations. Nice. Uh, I don't live somewhere where we have in and out, so I, I that's don't okay. You don't either. have to. You may be fortunate enough to live in a Whataburger area. No. Say so I told you we're going to have this conversation. Yep, here it comes. There's rallies and checkers. Isn't checkers a pizza place? No, that's not. Oh. No, that's Domino. I'm thinking of Domino's. No. Checkers I thought you could is... only get grease at checkers. <laughs> checkers is rallies. What have Just I done? A different name. The desert rolls by on the outside. They are <laughs> burger place they're going to stop at. Deputy Forbes says, you know, the in and out makes a very fine burger. I, if you're looking for some fuel for the belly, it, it'll do you all right. <laughs> okay. Not, not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> not <laughs> not sponsored yet. yet. Yeah, the, uh, in and out, question, all your burger needs. The big question is, uh, is this guy driving us? Is he an animal style guy? He seemed a bit nervous, but, uh, we carry you go animal style. Not sure. What's animal style? Yeah, Ooh, for the uninitiated, that's something you got to ask for. It's like a special sauce they put on everything. Oh, uh, okay. I'm aware oh, that yeah. it's isn't the secret isn't the menu whole thing? menu. I've heard that the whole menu there is like secret. It's very cryptic. <laughs> I thought we were getting into some weird shit. 
Yeah, I was very confused. And it just the menu is like a series of runes, and you have to salt <laughs> all the and stuff, or they won't send your food out properly. <laughs> there's like a, there's a cipher they give you there, yeah. when you become a resident. So is it kind of like Starbucks, where all the good stuff is on the secret menu? You mean the fucking Java chip frappuccino? It's on the menu. Oh, no, you have not had the mint chocolate chip frappuccino. Nor That's would I. It's off menu. So you get a green tea frappuccino, add four pumps peppermint, and blend Java chips. It tastes just like mint chocolate chip ice cream. I want to drink mint chocolate chip ice cream, though. I want to eat mint chocolate chip ice cream. I want to drink that coffee-ish, you know what I'm saying? Shit. You still on the road? Get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, dr- it, it's, it's far enough to where we need to drive, so like yeah. we have time for that kind of discussion. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> Gonna start playing the billboard game. But honestly, yeah. I'd be like, I'd be trying to like look up information on the uh, like what happened. A rag shoved down their throat and steak and wooden steak uh, shoved in their ear, was it? It was some sort of wood was lodged in the ear. You, in order, I think, in order to properly get any more information, um, out of that, you're going to have to reach out to the witnesses who were there or simply make it into town. And I think after Deputy Forbes had escorted you through the In-N-Out Burger process, they would have abandoned you, uh, provided you didn't you know, want any further reinforcement things. He would have given you the contact information for himself as your liaison uh, for the okay. sheriff. Uh, and then made certain you had good directions to the town of Alton's Bend because the feds, as he imagines you folks are, had asked everyone to steer clear of the town until you made it through. Yes. One thing I do want to do while we're still in the in the ride is, you know, we're all eating our fries and, of course, Mickey got a few shakes. Mm-hmm. I want to go ahead and give Birdie and Maxwell calls. Okay. Yeah, Birdie's a little hard of hearing, uh, is what Deputy Forbes said. So you want to start with Manuel? Yes, Manuel, excuse me. Yeah, that's all right. I'll, I'll help you so you don't offend him before the conversation even gets started. <laughs> hey there, Maxwell. What is that? Wes? <laughs> Wes? Nice. Uh, but yeah, I, I ring him up. Do they answer? Hello? Uh, hey there. Uh, is this uh, Manuel Weiss I'm speaking to? Yes. Hey, uh, glad you answered. Uh, we were wondering, well, I was wondering if you might uh, be able to answer a few questions I may have about some current events there in Olton's Bend. And he he sighs heavily, like, oh gosh, I, okay, I I feel like I've told this story to many people, but okay, um, my, my wife uh, Bertie and I were on our way back from uh, looking at the, the retirement home we're, we're having built outside Jasper. We stopped off to get gas uh, at Alton's Bend, uh, where we've stopped stopped before. Uh, the one-stop gas and grocery has very good beef jerky, and it was just so quiet. Like, there was nothing, nobody was anywhere. We got out of the car, um, I went to approach, and I believe his name was Mr. Marshall, I think? was there, dead, lying right in the doorway of the gas station. And he had, there was 
blood coming from his ears where something had shoved wood. It almost looked like he had wine corks in his ears, but far sadder. Um, and there was a rag shoved in his mouth. And I, I started towards him and then I looked up and I saw two more bodies inside and I, I could investigate no further. I ran back to the car and Bertie and I left town. Oh, I don't think I will ever forget that. And uh, I take it so far he's been telling the truth to me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is there's there's the you you don't pick up any kind of deception uh, from him. Gotcha, uh, Bertie. Did you happen to uh, did, on your way in and out of town? Did you happen to notice anything uh, within the city limits of of Olden's Bend that may have been out of the ordinary to you? Uh, Bertie's my wife, uh, but I, I I can ask her. Uh, I didn't notice anything. We were talking about how lovely our new home was. Uh, it's really coming along quite nicely. The builders have been doing an excellent job. And that's how far outside of town? Uh, ja- uh, it, it's outside of Jasper. Uh, Alden's Bend is on the way back to Phoenix, where we live now. So Jasper and Alden Bend aren't close on the map? Gotcha. Yeah, 45 minutes away. Okay. Hmm. Trying to think if there's anything on the investigative mystery that these guys might might have. Uh, probably not. Probably not. I mean, you probably get some sort of answer, but probably not much of a good one. Yeah, it sounds like, uh, and you guys didn't make any other stops while you are in town. You just hit the gas station and, and went on out. Oh, yes. As soon as we uh, the, pulled right into the gas station. Um, town did seem quiet, but the gas station's on... On the outskirts, uh, on the way in uh, there. So I had my head on a swivel when we left, and I didn't, I didn't see anyone. I didn't see anything. I, uh, I kind of put my hand like over the, over the uh, microphone. I turned to everybody else. Guys, have uh, any more questions for these guys? She's, Nina's not even. She's got her headphones on. She's very helpful at these stages. I mean, assuming you've been like, re- like relaying all this, I can't think of anything. Uh, fair enough, Dora. It doesn't sound like they know much. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Manuel, for uh, for your time. Uh, but but do please keep your phone close. We're we're gonna we're gonna try to uh, research this mystery a bit further. Uh, may need your help again. Okay. I I thank you for thank you, Agent Adams. I hope you can succeed. You have yep. a good day. And he just clicks. How do you know my name? Didn't you give him your name? I thought you introduced yourself. He did. Did I? <laughs> yeah, I thought you did right there at the start. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, yeah, I, I guess one of the first things I want to do is probably take a look at this gas station. Hope they have security cameras or something that I could look into my techno. Sweet. Sounds good. Hey everyone, Rosenbagger here, the voice of your favorite flake, Mickey Adams, here to interrupt the show. Thanks for tuning in to Untitled Dice Games Department of Deliverance, and while our cases are highly classified, this podcast is not. Share us with your friends, join the conversation with us on social media, let people know about the show and what you think of it, and we'll keep bringing you the mysteries. Want something free? If you like Monster of the Week and are looking for a new mystery to run, well you're in luck. As a token of our appreciation, we want to give you a copy of Grandmother's Nursery. It's the first mission I or Mickey ever encountered. By subscribing to our newsletter at www.untitled 
dicegame.com. Not only will we keep you up to date on the department, the podcast, and other news we may think you find useful, but we'll also give you this fun one-shot mystery for you to run with your friends while you're waiting for next week's episode. We'd love to hear feedback from our listeners, so tag me at rosbagger underscore udg or any of the other udg crew on twitter or join our facebook page and let us know how your encounter goes or you can just give us comments and feedback about podcasts i'd love to hear any of your conspiracy theories here's some of the comments we've received so far doris says learning so much about rpg exciting podcast looking forward to next monday and kicking some hog ass and thomas who just had one word to say Eat, eat right back at you. Finally, Flo, who has this to say. I liked it. I managed to listen to all of it except five minutes while on the train ride to work. So I waited all day for the last five minutes. Well, thank you for the feedback, Flo, and thank you for waiting all day. And thank you, listeners, for listening to my spiel here. We'll get you back to the mystery. Is everyone piled into the one SUV then? Just. I mean, were, were there multiple SUVs? I, can't I like the one. I think the one makes the I most like sense. The yeah, cinematically. And it's, you know, the middle of the day, it's hot as blazes. Just the sun is beating down relentlessly. Every once in a while, a tumbleweed, which is an invasive species, uh, comes bouncing, say that. <laughs> bouncing across uh, the uh, the tarmac in front of you, the, the pavement, which shimmers in the heat. On the way into Alton's Bend, uh, there's some small, you hate to call it mountainous, but it's kind of rocky terrain, you know, and you can see the, the patterns of the earth in it. The rocks are somewhat reddish. Uh, there's lots of color there. There's a little bit of stuff in bloom, but it's mostly just scrub pine and bits of uh, this, that, and the other. <sighs> um, the gas station itself is totally, totally deserted. There is there is uh, the car there. There is also a Yavape County Sheriff's Department SUV pulled up outside of that gas station with no action, no movement, no anything. Are you pulling right up into the gas station? Who's driving? I thought Carrie was. No, no. He dropped you off after escorting you through the burger, gave you the contact info, and was like, Peace. I'm, I'm, I'll be your liaison if you need me to arrange for a hotel or a motel or something like that. I know a decent place. The sheets smell a little funny, but they're clean. Scully gets a car as part of her playbook here, so oh. probably Scully. Sounds driving. good. And she literally does not have a driver's license. Yeah, we figured. <laughs> I didn't her trick out of All right, sweet. So, are you pulling into the gas station? Are you staying uh, any distance away? What's what's the big plan? Okay, so radio on, windows down. What's what is what is what is the scene as you approach? Scully likes driving with the radio off. Okay. And if it's hotter than blazes, the AC's on. So you know, like with truck stops, how there's usually like layers to the parking lot. She's probably like towards the out side not like at a pump but you're not like pulling right in front of the in front of the doors no not right, right in front of the doors not at a right. pump but like to the side almost you know. against the road or something yeah like when you're at the speedway and, and like the, there's like the the ones like the ones in front and there's one is on the side yeah we're on the side i get it yeah. i'm with you mm. okay cool Play uh, and yeah so along the side everybody getting out yeah, yeah. and we're heading in Alright. So, uh, do we have a plan for like game plan like investigating so we're not all like 
trying to do the same thing because that's boring cinematically. Uh, I was thinking, like, I'll take. Uh, a look are, at well, are the are the officers uh, by? Like, are they in their their car? You do not see anyone in the patrol car, and. They are, that car is right over there by the door. If you're parked along the side, you want to go around and investigate and see where they are. Yeah, go right ahead. Hmm. What yeah. the hell are you doing? I am searching for magic. <laughs> uh, my plan was to uh, try to find the victims for, uh, see what's, it's, it's something for me to see what happened. Because mm-hmm. it all happened like at this gas station or near it, seemingly. The victims turned up around here, wasn't it? You to make sure I've got my facts straight. You you heard that there were multiple bodies at the gas station. That's what Manuel said. Um, and as you come around the side, you would definitely see the body of an old dude lying in the doorway. Big rip. Okay. Uh, it's sort of between the door and where the 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 deputies, the sheriff cruiser is. Then. What Scully is going to do is she's going to take her forensic tool and look at the body, which is probably smelly at this point, but, you know, she's used to it. And not real. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's starting to get ripe. It's, this was reported yesterday, so it's certainly been at least a couple of days that it's out there. We've got the pile of flies. We've got the whole thing. You can hear more from inside. So you're going right to the body there by the doorway. Uh, what's everyone else doing? Well, I wanted to uh, investigate the bodies as well. Well, okay. not really the bodies. More take some like blood or something from them, from them, or oh, okay. one of them. Because I'm gonna my my plan is to do that one spell that I told you about earlier. I love okay. that spell. Yeah, oh, you guys uh, haven't seen that 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 spell yet. I still love it. But uh, I figure I'll let uh, Scully do her thing first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna find the magic. I'm. A, I'm like a magical bloodhound. I'm gonna sniff it out. Sniff, You're gonna sniff, out sniff out the magic. All right, that's the magic. A <laughs> little magic huffing is always mm-hmm. a good idea. Um, yeah, you have forensic tools, and you want to take a closer look at this body. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you give me an investigative mystery roll? I'm helping. You are helping. Yes. Nina. Yeah, we'll get to what you see in just a minute. Uh, Mickey, hey. what are you doing? And well, then. And then August, you could either the the body that that uh, Scully's headed for is there in the doorway. You would also know that there are a couple of more in the gas station if you wanted to push through uh, and see what's in there inside the actual like C store section of it. I think I'm gonna try to look at the like whichever one seems the oldest, the the dead, the longest one, which might not be, which might be marginal for these, but. May, like maybe they all happened in the same day. I don't really know, because what I know is people came by, saw dead people, and noped out of there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think I think if you were going to look around and get a more of an overview, it sounds like uh, you're going to go into that convenience store and you are going to see uh, four bodies, two of them fresher than the others, as both deputies uh, in their sheriff's uniform are laid out on the ground, rags down the throat, wood in the ears, blood trickling out. Train wreck one. You're gonna help roll do that help roll. Yeah yeah. Uh and how are you helping? Uh so I'm sensing the magic, so I'm like you're investigating all of the, the physical 
yeah all the all the you're like let's get physical physical and i'm like no no we're not i'm like i'm actually gonna just find magic thanks (laughs) what is that that's a cool roll yeah why don't why don't uh scully why don't you hit the investigate your investigate button first and let's see how how rough it is if you need that help uh shit oh yeah so would be appreciated if you can push that to a 10 yeah yeah let's uh roll cool yeah, let's do it. Big money. Oh, so many. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, go ahead and mark experience. Yeah. Uh, roll we're, gonna, we're gonna get around to that in just a second here. Um, so Scully, what one question off the investigative mystery list would you like to know that I can helpfully illustrate by causing pain to our good friend Nina? What up, baby? <laughs> what actually happened here is the one that's jumping out to me. Yep. Like, yeah, what? the what happened here is jumping out to me because there's a lot that's apparent, but when you're doing the forensics, you're trying to figure out what's the real story here. Oh, what's the story, Morning Glory? You get the sense, like, this person was, how 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 precisely did they die? They, they died by being choked out. And the, the, uh, the wood in the ears was done post they were already deceased by the time that happened that seems to be more of a uh, symbolic sort of gesture than actually causing pain or anything like that because uh this elderly gentleman here before you would have been dead by the time that was forced in there and it looks like it was done with uh, a fair amount of force so Okay, so that chains into Occam's broadsword. Okay. Yep, yep. So, what sort of thing is this? What sort of thing is this? So, Nina, as you are sensing uh, this magical thing, you're reaching out and you get this sense of an energy that surrounds, and you look, you're looking around, and there, off in the desert, like by a pile of rocks, stands this old, naked, gaunt, emaciated human with incredibly long hair, and they seem insubstantial, kind of. Stuart, what are you doing here? Yeah. If you want my and you think I'm sexy. (laughs) He says from the, the, the side. So it, there is this insubstantial thing to it, and... It's like you blink because it's like, is is that uh, sort of a heat mirage mm-hmm. that's causing this uh, insubstantial sort of element to it? Or is there something else there? What is your first reaction to seeing this? So so there's just some like spectral looking motherfucker? Yeah, probably 50 to 100 yards away from where you are right now. Do I know, like, would this be something I could identify off the top of my head? Or uh, would would Nina not know about this just, like, at a glance? Here's the thing. It's like, the energy doesn't, because you've had experiences with uh, spectral, have you had experiences with, like, actual spirits and ghosts and such? I've scooby-dooed a bit. You've scooby-dooed a bit. This I've scooby some dues. This, this is not a full-on ghost phenomenon. There's something else mm. weird here about what you're seeing beyond just the fact that it's a somewhat translucent old naked dude. So my first reaction then would be to nudge, uh, to nudge Scully and be like, you see that too, right? 
Okay. You turn to, like, flap Scully on the arm and say, you see that too. And when you look back, it is immediately in front of you. Thank you. Yeah. And it reaches out, grabs hold of you. Oh, no. um, And just there are these spectral hands uh, around your neck. It has not made a sound, but it is beginning uh, to choke you. What are you doing? Uh, catching hands, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Thwapping harder. Thwap, thwap, thwap. <laughs> uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and uh, give me one more cool roll to uh, to see if you can break free of this thing before it really starts harming I you. to mm. break free. Uh, no. No, you I will not. not that, break free. That is uh, Three uh, harm headed your way. Oh. Uh, this thing's hands tighten down around your uh, your throat. Oh, no. You have a question from Occam's Razor at this point. Yeah, so the ask. question is, what is... So is the cause, or this thing, natural, unnatural, an unnatural creature, a weird phenomenon, or a person? It is both a weird phenomenon and a person, is the truest answer. You get the sense that, mm. like, this is a ghost, but it's not giving off that full, like, disembodied dead thing and then there's the whole like it's got its hands around nina's neck and she's not pleased this is you know yeah that's true that's not a typical ghost thing meanwhile mickey so my first thought was you know looking at this uh you know this sheriff's patrol which i imagine in the desert they probably got one the sev type Mm -hmm. my first thought is to you know see if it's unlocked and if it's not unlocked see if I can pop the lock and get in it because I know that most police officers' cars are going to have some sort of camera system in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if not only that, but also some sort of like, you know, radio system. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And my goal is to oh, try to access these videos and possibly find a way to connect to their mm-hmm. radio frequency uh, so that we can pick it up on our own. Uh, Sucks, that we're not... Sucks that we're in the pre-police uh, personal cam right era oh yeah because it's 2017 was it yeah but their their vehicle should still have that dash cam. yeah right? yeah the dash cam's probably there oh yeah oh, man. oh yeah <laughs> the dash cam thing is basically the tech equivalent of what i was gonna try to do yep so yeah no that's great and i think that patrol car the the suv is totally unlocked and that's that's cool because it puts you in that seat messing with the computer would you probably have left the door open because yeah. Of, okay. Yeah, but I'm on the driver's side, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's where the computer will be faced. Because that's how they do it in those. In those. If things. I got to get in and run, that's where the gas pedal is too. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So we'll put you there. August, you were going to reach out and commune with the spirits. Well, honestly, at this point, I'm probably in the middle of drawing the uh, the runes on the floor with some chalk so i haven't gotten to that part of the spell yet presumably i don't know how long it took for that for all that to happen yeah i think i think you the the time investment i like because you have to reach out to a specific spirit maybe or are you just it's generally like the spirits like kind of in the area that would have like been around Okay, so you could just, you you go to sort of like a centralized location where you have room to draw out the thing and get out the candy to give them and all that sort of stuff? 
Mm-hmm. Cool. Give me that weird roll, and let's see how the spirits like you. Okay. Weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. 11. Ooh. 11 is very weird. That is sufficiently weird. Why don't you... Let's go ahead and... What do you want to ask of them? Oh, man. I feel like it's probably I'm... investigative mystery questions, really, that you're looking to get via this spirit manifestation. I mean, that works, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah I like it. I was imagining this was the observe another place or time uh, use of use magic. Like, okay. I, know, I know that. Okay. I know that the uh, the initiate has a move that literally lets you ask a question from investigative mystery okay. as use magic. But I guess if I'm asking, well, I guess investigate a miss a question from that. I here's the thing. I guess it like my the way I see this is because you're communing with these spirits and the dead are going to grant you a vision or simply tell you things about it. I feel like you're going to wind up heading towards investigating a mystery via that route. I mean, if you want to just leave it a little more nebulous, I'm cool with that, but I was going to say, I mean, you so can go ahead and just... Is it basically, I get a vision and yeah. that answers one of these questions? That would of? be that would be the one. Let's see. Well, it seems... Well, let's think. Uh, did did Scully... Was Scully like, sh- like sharing what she found from her uh, investigations? She hasn't had time. You're inside setting this stuff up. You're doing this thing. You're probably going to be lucky not to be distracted by the squawking that Nina's about to do. Uh, it's dignified she... squawking, thank you. Okay. It's it's okay. chortle squawking. Well, let's think. Then I get. Then I guess I would ask what happened here. That feels the most relevant to asking for a memory mm-hmm. from the local. From the, from the local spirits and there's you get this flush of images and it involves not only someone that Nina would recognize quite well as this gaunt old thing but another that looks remarkably similar another old nude long haired wavering manifestation and you see them sweeping not sweeping but like sort of like fast-stepping, kind of moving uh, out of the corner of somebody's eye and just grabbing hold and choking. And you see them shoving the rags into people's throat. Mm. And you get this sense, like, especially on 11, the another spirit swims into the gas station. And it's the old guy that Doro was working, Adora, excuse me, Scully was working on, and the old guy, like, steps into the thing and is kind of, like, waving the other ghosts away, and he points at one of these uh, naked folks and, like, does this thing with his hands, and all of a sudden you have another vision of naked dude, but clothed in simple mm-hmm. sort of, it's almost like a Hare Krishna kind of robe that he's wearing, and he's in the gas station buying basic supplies like he's got some water he's got propane candles tinned food nothing extravagant or interesting just basic supplies bullshit and he looks maybe five to ten years younger than the gaunt spectral figure and this is just the one and he's trying to press this on to you really 
really hard. But because he's all of the spirits are like, oh my gosh, somebody here who's talking to, and like the the deputy spirits are like, oh, we want to tell too. So you are getting this rush of things. This guy, one of these guys, might be somewhat local esque. Not mm. he's not like you know saying he's here in town, but he's trying to draw this connection. This guy's been here. He's not from too terribly far away. Chris, brother, I love you, but the TikTok crowd that we're going for is not going to know what the Hare Krishna were. Oh, that's so, true. It's so. uh, a, a Buddhist monk. Is that, uh, you yeah. know, a very religious order uh, robed yeah. kind of, um, I very much have the uh, like flower, the sixties commune mm. vibe yeah. thing out in the desert going yeah. This is some religious nut job. Yeah, like you're trying to look like Jesus, but not like rip off Jesus that bad, you know? <laughs> right, and you want to have this cool dyed robe, but you're not very good yeah. at dyeing stuff. Yeah, and you're not very good at tailoring stuff, and so you just wind up looking like kind of this aesthetic bum. Like a faded Easter Jesus. Right, with with the, the hair drawn yeah. back, the, the rough ponytail, you know? Like, yeah. Like, fob kind of thing going on for so yeah you're like three weeks away from dreads right if you don't if you don't watch watch it in the desert your hair is just gonna nat right on up yeah totally so this is uh this is the vision that he imparts that this guy was some sort of weird religious nut job from the area he he can't get anything more clear to you but that that Uh, comes across but the uh the victims were had a rag shoved down their throat and were choked were choked, had a rag shoved into the throat, and then you see the spirits grabbing little bits of wood from wherever the hell they could find him and just into the ears after death. Well, I don't have any reference. Like, I figure, like, then the spell ends and the whole mm-hmm. spirity thing is done. Yes, and then it's just the in, in the quiet that follows you hear, it's not how you go about that. The, uh, I, just, I hear Nina choking. Or you hear you hear some sort of uh, uh, commotion outside for sure. Dignified. Uh, yeah, I'm choking. gonna go Dign- check that, but uh, maybe maybe this is an encounter that uh, I've got to wait to join in on. So yep, you'll be a step or two behind as you deal with the, the fading bits of the memories. Scully, you are seeing uh, Nina take it uh, take take some rough rough hits from this spectral thing, what are you doing? Would you like to read a bad situation, maybe? I was thinking either read a bad What's situation a or <laughs> try to do something to protect her. Oh, why would you want to try and punch a ghost? That's terrible. Protect? Okay, yeah. Punching ghosts. The instinct is protect, okay, so I'm going to go with the instinct. Sweet, yeah, go ahead, uh, give me that protect someone roll. Roll tough. Roll good. I forgot that it makes me try to input the value. We pr- Given you that I have a this. zero in that, we're going to want to use and my plus one forward there. I believe in you. And then, Mickey, why don't you go ahead and get some dice on the table to investigate a mystery uh, vis-a-vis this technological reaching out. Uh, nothing. Card there. Uh, you protect them okay, but you suffer some or all of the harm that they were going to get. So I like that, and we can roll back to Nina. Your let's, let's parcel it out to a p- point of harm for each of you as you manage to rip one of these things' hands free of Nina's throat and it just turns on you and grab grabs at you and you feel you almost feel like the fingers sort of solidify as they come clawing at your face. Okay. So 
That's, so are you saying one okay. more harm for me? No, I, I'm 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 gonna roll it back. Because okay, cool. That's gonna be the opportunity to protect someone. So awesome. we'll, we'll split it. Uh, you can keep two. Scully can take one. Gotcha. And that'll uh, that'll be a, a decent uh, protect yeah. roll. Thanks. Speaking of taking one, uh, rolled an eight for Mickey on that investigative mystery. All right, which one question would you like to know? From this, hmm. and you've got you've got the dash cam or the the yeah the dash cam, and it's pointed right into the uh, into the doorway. There, you can see like a very similar scene to what you would see if you were to look up, which you're not. You're looking down at the screen, but you <laughs> the dead body sitting there. There's no Scully and Nina in the the black and white white uh, viewfinder thing that you have going there. But what what is the uh, the one question? I'm probably sitting here thinking, like, these must be some, like, Bose or Alpine speakers these guys got, because, like, the playback's <laughs> unreal. <laughs> right? And you're like, that doesn't jive with a police. I'm going to have to write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly have a different mystery to investigate now. Where's all the money yeah. going? <laughs> so, I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out, because I'm unaware of everything else, is... Uh, what happened here? What happened here? And you're going to get a, a nice, a nice play out of it. You see the two deputies. You know they're coming out, and that's they don't have the guns drawn, but one of them's got it, hand on the hip, sort of standing back. The other one kneels down to the body, does the, the check to make certain. You know, you see the hand go to the thing, and then you see him go in there, and they, you, you see the squawking on the radio, and you, and this is when like a little bit of that dissonance starts coming in and saying like, wait a second, I'm hearing all sorts of stuff outside, but this is not quite matching up with what's happening there. Uh, but you see them like calling in. And as he's doing this, suddenly he looks up and like does this blink and double take. And it's almost like they appear from nowhere. There's this form next to him, grabs him by the neck and just, and just start, and they start thrashing the other one. Uh, the other deputy pulls out the gun and then, turns to the side and boom again like they appeared from nowhere came in between between frames and are now choking you watch both of the deputies as they are pulled inside the convenience store as these spectral figures grab rags and wood bits and from the uh, mechanics portion and finish the job do they just disappear afterwards i think you see them come out towards the car and one of them is walking right up towards the dash cam and leans in towards it and <laughs> static. That's the end of the tape. And you would look up and see uh, Scully protecting Nina from what you had just seen on the tape. Mystery solved. Mystery <laughs> solved. Time to go home. Getting choked. episode edited by Dora. Music produced by Dora. For a full list of all participants in Untitled Dice Game, along with their roles, characters that they may play, and social media, visit UntitledDiceGame.com. For the latest news, follow us on Twitter at Untitled Dice. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye!